What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we'll jump right into the action. Middle of the weekend, what has been going on? So we'll head to Cleveland, where the Guardians took on the Twins. And this was a game that was a five and a half hour, 15 inning marathon in the nightcap of a doubleheader. And Cleveland had a five run lead heading into the eighth before Minnesota rallied to tie it up and force extra innings. They would end up going to 15. But Ahmed Rosario pushed across the winning run on really what was an error by Luis Arias. You know, ground ball that goes up the middle and Arias just boots it. But the Guardians will take it. The Guardians will take it. They end up winning by a score of 7-6, and they sweep, they swept the doubleheader. So this helped the Guardians stretch their lead on top of the AL Central to four and a half games over the White Sox and seven ahead of Minnesota with 17 games left to play. In game one, it was Shane Bieber's hot arm and Jose Ramirez's birthday home run to guide the Guardians to a victory. But most importantly, they got two wins on the day. Every game is important when the calendar reaches mid-September, obviously. And, you know, this is a big day for the Guardians. They're they're closing in on clinching that division. Of course, they still have much work to do, but they're looking good. They're looking good. You know, to be very honest, I did not, and I don't think I'm alone. I don't think many people expected Cleveland to be in the postseason picture this year, but they are. And it's been interesting. I mean, yes, they're in a weak division. They're in a very weak division, but they ha- they don't have many big names on their team. I mean, of course, they have Jose Ramirez. They have Shane Bieber. They have guys like that. But most of their team is just run-of-the-mill run players. I mean, that's the reality of the situation. Looking at their record, yes, they're 79-66. They have a 545 win percentage. But they, they are 29-30 and 30 against teams above 500. So they're just okay when they play teams with a winning record. But... We'll see. It's a weak division. Looks like they are gearing up to win that thing. And maybe they they can get out of the first round of the playoffs, but time will tell. Let's head out to the West Coast where this was a, a great game to talk about. So the Angels beat the Mariners 2-1. Shohei Otani was on the mound and he was brilliant. He Okay, so this was his 25, 25th start of the season. He shut down a Seattle lineup through seven scoreless frames, racking up eight strikeouts. And now he's only four strikeouts shy of 200 on the season. So he, he didn't give up a single run over seven innings. And this is, this is huge for Otani. You know, he's putting up insane numbers. I mean, on the mound, just look at, looking at Otani as a pitcher alone. Look at what he's done. As a pitcher alone, you'd be like, wow, this is a top five pitcher in the American League. And he is. Maybe even better. And then, okay, look at him as a DH alone. What What is he doing with the bat? I mean, Otani has has just... I mean, so he had an RBI double, but he, he has captivated baseball. He's doing something that I can't even... Sometimes I think about it, I'm like, he's two players. He's two players, and it's it's remarkable what he's doing. But nonetheless, I mean, he 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 is the reigning AL MVP, and I think he should be the MVP again in 2022. It's it shouldn't even be close because when you talk about value, you're talking about value. How much 
does it cost? This is the way I see. Like, how much does it cost to replace this guy? What what would be the damage done to your team if this guy was no longer a part of it, right? If you take Otani off of the Angels, you would need two all-stars to replace his production. That's just the way I see it. Uh, it's, it's remarkable, but nonetheless, big start by Otani, 2-1 victory for the Angels over the Mariners. We can't take this guy for granted. He should be the American League MVP. I know there are a lot of people shouting for Judge, but I mean, Judge, what Judge, what Judge is doing has been done before. Let's say, let's, let's look at it that way. What Judge is doing has been done before. What Otani is doing has never been done before. I'll leave it at that. Let's head out to Atlanta, where the Braves had Ozzy Albies back. He returned on Friday after missing three months with a fractured left foot. It was the second game back from the injured list, but unfortunately, now he has fractured his finger. And uh, he's going to miss the remainder of the regular season with a fractured right pinky, diving back into second base. And that's just really bad luck for Ozzy Albies. He was... I mean, he was just sliding back in. Uh, and second game off of a really long rehab process. Now, second base duties in Atlanta are going to go back to Von Grissom, who has actually hit pretty well. He has hit 301 with an 830 OPS through the first 32 games of his career. Von Grissom actually started the season at high A, but now he's going to end the season as a key player within a great pennant race at the major league level. He's been hitting really well at the major league level. So he's going to be playing really well. I mean, so he's been playing really well. He's going to be playing every day. Hopefully he can continue to play well. But the Braves did win 4-3 over the Phillies, even though they lost Albies for the rest of the season. Acuna did it all for the Braves. This was a bittersweet win for the, for him, for them. Uh, you know, Acuna, he's been inconsistent this year, but honestly, that's had more to do with returning from the torn ACL that caused him to miss much of last season, in the second half of last season, in the first few weeks of this season. But yes, he's fighting through it. He's playing and he has to battle through soreness, but he looked really good on Saturday night. He, he homered, oppo shot off of Aranola, two run bomb, traveled 427 feet. And, uh, that's the third longest opposite field home run hit by a right handed hitter in Truist Park history, which is just since 2017. Then he added what would be a decisive two run double in the fourth inning off of Nola. So Acuna has gone seven for 20 with two doubles and two homers over his past five games. So, I mean, that indicates he's benefited from taking strain off his right knee as serving as the DH over a 12-game span. I mean, they DH'd him from August 31st through Tuesday. So for a couple weeks, hopefully things are going back to normal for him. But he looked really good. He looked vintage out there. Expect to see a normal Acuna next year. I mean, this is just very normal coming off of ACL reconstruction. It's not, I mean, he, he returned to play nine months after the surgery. So that first season back is always, you know, a bit up and down and inconsistent for most athletes coming off of that surgery. But it's usually that second season off of ACL reconstruction surgery that they look fully confident and like themselves and they're not having, uh, you know, lingering pain, quite frankly. But big game from Acuna there. So, uh, as things stand, uh, you know, most, I'm looking at all the standings. Most of the divisions are, 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 uh, you know, being led by four and a half games or more, except for the NL East. So keep an eye on the NL East. Atlanta is only one game 
behind the Mets. So that division is going to go right down to the wire. But all other divisions, you know, most teams have a pretty healthy lead. So that is where things stand as of now. But as we enter games on Sunday, keep an eye on things. But that's going to do for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.